Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, wherever it is that you're joining us in the world today. My name is Mariana Iskander. I am the still relatively new CEO of the Wikimedia Foundation. I am absolutely delighted to bring you this conversation on International Women's Day with a few of our leaders um, and volunteers and community members around the world who have really uh, responded to the movement strategies called to action for knowledge equity and gender diversity on Wikimedia projects. Um, and so we're honored to be able to host the conversation which we'll turn to momentarily. Just by way of logistics, we're live streaming today's event. It will be recorded and available for anyone who would like to listen afterwards as well. We will be adding subtitles, uh, certainly in English and in Spanish. And while we won't have the technical setup to allow for direct Q&A, I invite you to put your comments and ideas um, into the chat. The last comment before we invite our panelists to introduce themselves is that for me personally, one of the most inspiring aspects of being part of this work is the tremendous multilingualism that Wikimedia represents in the world. And I feel quite committed after participating in a listening tour with volunteers all over the world that we introduce more multilingualism into everything we do uh, and including today's event. So we're delighted that we'll have panelists um, participating in both English and Spanish. We have the capable assistance of one of the, I think one of the movement's most talented interpreters. And so you'll bear with us as we experiment and improve on these virtual ways of bringing multiple languages into our spaces. With that, I'm gonna turn to each of our four panelists, invite them to introduce themselves, tell us a little bit about who you are, how you first got started um, in the Wikimedia projects, and maybe what makes you the most passionate about questions of gender diversity and women's representation. I'd like to start, Rosie, with you, if I may. Well, thank you, Mariana. And I hope I cover all the points that you just mentioned. So nudge me if I skip something. So hi, everyone. I'm Rosie Stevenson. Good night. I've been a Wikipedian since June 2007 and a Wikimedian since shortly after that. I started by noticing that there was a missing article on some books that I collect, Book League of America. And remembering that my son had showed me how he had made an edit to Wikipedia and showed me the edit history, which I didn't even know existed at the time, I thought, well, you know, if my son can edit Wikipedia, maybe I can figure it out too. And so I created that page and that got me started. And I have to say, I was hooked pretty quickly after I made my first edit. 
I wasn't very passionate about writing women's content for years, but slowly but surely, and I think we'll talk more about that, it became the place where I wanted to focus my efforts. Did What did I miss, Mariana? I think you've covered it all, Rosie. We'll have lots to talk about. Thank you for that. Monica, can I come to you next? Hola a todas las personas que nos siguen. Mucho gusto. Estoy muy emocionada de estar en este panel. Me llamo Monica Bonilla y actualmente estoy eh, liderando y en la dirección ejecutiva de Wikimedia en Colombia. Eh, sin embargo, empiezo mis contribuciones más o menos en el año 2015, eh, cuando empecé a trabajar en un proyecto eh, para tener Wikipedia en lenguas indígenas. Entonces, eh, desde entonces eh, empecé a, a liderar algunos procesos y pues hoy estoy aquí eh, y vamos a hablar un poco más sobre todo de los planes y actividades que está desarrollando Wikimedia Colombia eh, a propósito de, de estas oportunidades y también vacíos que encontramos en términos de participación de mujeres. Muchas gracias. Thank you so much, Monica. Irina, can we turn to you next? Thank you, Mariana. My name's Erina uh, Mukuta. I'm from Uganda. I'm part of the Wikimedia User Group Uganda. My journey started out in 2014. And for me, it started with other ladies directing me in this world. I started out as a Wikimedian in residence, but I was really mentored by two ladies within the movement who showed me how to edit, who then showed me how to build a community within Uganda and that's why I'm here today. <laughs> yeah. I'm passionate about uh, diversity and gender, but for me, it's an issue of being hard just to know that my voice is out there, whether it's through creating content or organizing, just to have a platform and also create a platform up for other people. Yeah, that's it for me. Thank you, Irina. And Carmen, welcome. So happy to have you and to give you a chance to introduce yourself. Hola a todas. Eh, soy Carmen Alcázar. Soy wikipedista desde 2011. Fui cofundadora y presidenta de Wikimedia México de 2017 a 2021. Fundadora del proyecto Editatona en, a finales de 2014. Eh, que es un proyecto dedicado a la reducción de brecha de género en Wikipedia y los proyectos Wikimedia. Se, es un proyecto que empezó en México, se ha realizado en diversos países de América Latina y, y España, y empecé también un poco como Mónica, eh, con lenguas indígenas en, en 2011, pero eh, paralelamente al darme cuenta de la brecha de género y, e inspirarme por proyectos como, como los de Rossi, eh, decidí que teníamos que hacer algo en la región para reducir la brecha de género. Es todo, muchas gracias. 
Thank you very much, Carmen. I want to actually start with that. Before I took the role, I tried to do quite a lot of reading about the history of the Wikimedia movement and the events of Wikimania in Mexico City were an important part of that history. And I thought, Rosie, you could tell us a little bit um, about what happened there and what has been this resulting project that you have been so committed to. Thanks, Mariana. Okay, so we need to start 10 years ago, March 2011, Women's History Month. Um, actually got goosebumps just saying that. A few editors, including me, decided in March 2011 that we would put aside the wiki work we wanted to do at that time for a whole month focused on writing women's biographies. The next 11 months, not so much. We went back to whatever we wanted to work on, you know, Pokemon characters, lakes, rivers, streams, architectural digs, and so forth. But more editors came along in March 2012, and 2013, and 2014, and 2015. The other 11 months again, not so much, but there were exceptions. In 2012, Emily Templewood created Wiki Project Women Scientists. In 2013, Sarah Stirch created Wiki Project Women Artists. And in, I created Wiki Project Women Writers. Together, we learned how to organize online communities around specific topics. I found that the MBA I had earned years earlier came in handy. In December, 2014, a research article was published that gave us for the first time a number, 15.5% of the biographies on English Wikipedia were about women. There you have it. Before then, we didn't know what the percentage was. We could see women's biographies, but we didn't know about the numbers. Two months later, invitation, An editor, someone I'd never met but knew of, Roger Bamkin, invited me to work with him on a proposal for Wikimania 2015, focusing on content gender gap, as now we had a number. 15.5% of the biographies on English Wikipedia were about women. And I said, yes. After our proposal was accepted, and while we were preparing the slide deck, Roger and I, we Skyped a lot. Both of us have young granddaughters and we were thinking about them and talking about them and saying clearly Wikipedia doesn't have the sum of all not notable knowledge. And if we could just draw attention to that, the maybe people would start talking about it and the media would think it important enough to cover it. We discussed what we wanted to accomplish standing on the stage in Mexico City. We, we knew we had this platform, this opportunity. And then kind of like more and more, we started to feel compelled <laughs> to go beyond explaining that there's a content gender gap. Let's propose a call. 
we believe a, a, if other people knew about the content gender gap, they would want to do something about it. We thought this call to action would be maybe compelling for media if only we could get them to notice. So we stood on the stage in Mexico City at Wikimania 2015 and Ola Carmen. We made our presentation and then we made the big ask. We asked the audience to join us. We told them that there's a Wiki Project main page designed by James Hare, Wiki Project X. We said we had a metrics tracker, a tool created by Max Klein's team using Wikidata to track progress. We said that there wasn't some kind of a lofty goal other than this. Let's increase the percentage of women's biographies to something more substantial than 15.5%. Let's move the needle. A year later, Women in Red was shortlisted by the United Nations Women ITU for the GemTech Award. Our efforts were noticed. And the rest, as they say, is history. Today, 19.16% of English Wikipedia biographies are about women. A remarkable history, Rosie, and I think these are occasions <clears throat> when we have to celebrate how much progress has been made, while also knowing that there is still much to do. And I thought we could go from that history across the ocean arena to talk about how this lives when we think about the experiences of Wikimedians on the African continent and how your story gives us examples of women and again, broader gender diversity on the continent showing up and what have you seen to be effective in getting more people engaged? In our context, in the Ugandan context, uh, we have found one-to-one uh, -one mentorships, yeah? Having a safe space for the woman that is beyond, let's say, a training room, but having a one-to-one -one beyond that so that they don't ward off after the initial events or initial engagements, yeah? We have also found that having a safe space maybe like female only events so that there's no sense of competition or no sense of uh, self-debasing, feeling like I can't speak up if there are several people in a room. So looking at uh, female only events to give them a safe space, but then also we'll find that we have to consider their time. Yeah, uh, we're looking at child carers, we're looking at family carers, and we have to organize ourselves to be considerate of their time and considerate of their needs. But then also we have looked at the fact that sometimes in our events, we come up and we talk about, let's document female biographies, yeah? But she's not interested in that, yeah? We, we do it for the event, but we do not try to prioritize what these women are interested in. And that I speak for us organizers where you're like, 
let's increase the biographies, but then we lose the editors, yeah? So also focusing on their individual needs. Some of them are not even interested in, in editing actually because they are natural administrators to understand that when you come, it's not all about editing, yeah? It's a community that needs support from all angles. You could be an administrator, you could be anything. You don't have to tag your self-worth in this community, tagging it on how you can edit. So we had to look beyond and diversify and consider an African woman. But then also you have a barrier of uh, technical literacy. So that barrier should be jumped even before you go into this, just to consider so that it doesn't become an inferiority complex for a woman who comes to an event, yeah? And understand, fine, we will start from scratch. We will start from scratch understanding this kind of barrier. So for us, that's how we have dealt with it so that we encourage female participation. It's just to understand the woman you're dealing with at that moment. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that, Irina. It, I think, reinforces the holistic view that we have to have in developing solutions and recognizing that we have to create spaces and a movement that allow people to come as they are with their interests um, and be able to grow those interests uh, alongside the topics that might have gotten them to an edit-a-thon or another event in the first place. You've given us some topics that we'll return to shortly. We're gonna make a small shift in the logistics of the panel so that um, we can provide uh, interpretation in English. So Monica and Carmen will continue to speak in Spanish and then we will pause and allow um, Andy uh, to then uh, summarize their communications um, in English. So Monica, I would love to hear more about the work of Wikimedia in Colombia, particularly some of your interests in science and technology, you also made reference to um, indigenous languages. Tell us more about all of these things that you participate in and what we have learned. Muchas gracias, Mariana. Muchas gracias. De verdad, me siento muy emocionada y quisiera empezar diciendo que siempre he sido una seguidora de los logros de mujeres, de mujeres colombianas, de mujeres indígenas y también pues de mujeres en, en carreras de STEAM, eh, ciencia, tecnología, ingeniería, matemáticas, medicina, entre otros. Entonces, eh, creo que en este momento muchas mujeres se encuentran eh, trabajando y, y, y haciendo un cambio pues, para el mundo. Eh, a propósito de esto, eh, el pasado 11 de febrero, en la conmemoración del Día de la Mujer y la Niña en la Ciencia, eh, en Wikimedia Colombia hicimos un recuento eh, sobre una actividad muy especial que fue muy representativa y simbólica pues, para el trabajo que venimos realizando en, en Wikimedia Colombia. Esta actividad la hicimos en alianza con Parent Insights, eh, la OSWD, y la Universidad Nacional de Colombia. Eh, 
pues lo primero es que muchas de nosotras, mujeres que contribuimos en el movimiento Wikimedia, hemos estado antes en comunidades de software libre eh, y compartimos la meta de ayudar a hacer Internet un mejor lugar. Y eh, también ocurre en el movimiento que todas las personas que día a día pues hacen aportes a Wikipedia y, y a los proyectos Wikimedia. Eh, en la comunidad de Wikimedia también participan muchas mujeres que vienen de carreras STEM, de ciencia, tecnología, ingeniería, matemáticas. Y sabemos que en este campo eh, se hace muy visible la brecha de género. Eh, Voy a, a, a referenciar algunos antecedentes, sobre todo eh, el informe de Women in Size de, de las Naciones Unidas, eh, que devela que solo el 30% de las investigadoras en ciencia a nivel mundial son mujeres. Eh, y esto pues, es un dato revelador que nos dice mucho sobre la brecha latente también en este campo. Y, y ya hablando un poco más de Colombia y de por qué eh, estamos interesados en este tema, pues las cifras para Colombia son aún, aún mucho más eficientes. Entonces, eh, según el Sistema Nacional de Información de Educación Superior en Colombia, eh, las carreras con mayoría de participación de mujeres son, por ejemplo, nutrición o sociología, o las que se vinculan con bellas artes, trabajo social, lenguas modernas, mientras que eh, las carreras con mayorías masculinas son las ingenierías, la de física, filosofía y matemáticas. Y también volviendo a referenciar este informe, el de Women in Science, en países como Colombia, solo el 37% de las personas que ocupan cargos en investigación son mujeres. Y podríamos seguir hablando como de cifras y demás cifras, porque realmente eh, pues las cifras demuestran esta brecha pues de las que estamos eh, hablando. Eh, y ya como para cerrar, según UNESCO también Colombia ocupa el puesto 15 de 20 en América Latina en temas de género de investigación. Entonces acá uno podría preguntarse pues cómo cambiamos estas cifras o por ejemplo qué podemos hacer desde el movimiento Wikimedia en donde estamos trabajando por la apertura del conocimiento al mundo. Eh, así que Wikimedia Colombia eh, se propone pues desarrollar acciones estratégicas para construir sensibilidad sobre grupos con baja representación en Wikipedia y las comunidades locales. Y como ya les había dicho, el año pasado fue un año de muchos aprendizajes y esta actividad que fue muy significativa eh, inició cuando un grupo de científicas colombianas que habían estado fuera del país haciendo sus doctorados eh, y en esta instancia fuera del país conocen eh, qué es Wikipedia y los proyectos del ecosistema Wiki, Wikimedia. Perdón. Entonces, cuando nos encontramos en 2021, este grupo de mujeres científicas exigen un lugar para las científicas colombianas dentro de la enciclopedia en línea. Y emprendemos la tarea junto con ellas de editar y crear biografías de investigadoras y de científicas colombianas a través de una editatona. 
a propósito que está Carmen acá. Entonces, por supuesto, repasamos las políticas de publicación, aprendimos del ecosistema Wikimedia y tuvimos una experiencia pues, de alfabetización mediática e informacional y mejorando pues, las competencias digitales y, y creando más editoras para Wikipedia. Muchas gracias. So I think, Andy, we're over to you for a summary. A uh, brief summary. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. I am incredibly excited to be here. Uh, I've always been a follower of, of female leaders, female uh, scientists, female people, women in STEM, in indigenous communities, women leaders in literature and in most other fields of activity, of human activity. Um, we are talking of, we, we know that there are lots of, of women working actively on changing the world, not just in the gender gap, but across all the human endeavors. Uh, I wish to put attention on the, this past February 11th, which was the day, the International Day of Women and Children on Science. Uh, we made a few symbolic activities in Wikimedia Colombia, alive with several other institutions, most notably the National University of Colombia, other institutions as well. Uh, many women we identified have been working on alive projects, including this free software communities and working to improve the internet as a whole for women, for better representation of women. And we, uh, we realized that a lot of, there were a lot of, of people uh, with a STEM background, you know, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Uh, and realized that there's an incredible uh, gender gap. Just to quote a few, a few figures, the Women in Science report by the United Nations uh, quotes that about 30% of the research uh, led in, in the world is made by women, uh, which is a very, very, by itself, a very revealing number. Uh, if we zoom into Colombia, that is even worse, account, according to our local statistics uh, group, our local statistics uh, institutions, uh, we have found that the, some, of the, uh, some of the professions with a, a larger bias towards having more women are fields like nutrition, sociology, and social work, whereas there are others like engineering, philosophy, and mathematics that are still mostly dominated by men. Uh, the same report that I quoted before, the Women in Science report, also mentions that about 30% of all the research faculty, the research positions, are held by, by women. And this, these stats could be, we could go on and on with statistics, but I think that this is enough to reflect the reality of the situation. Uh, we have found that Colombia is 15 out of 20 in several rankings of uh, gender gap in, in academia. So this begs the question, how, how can we reverse that? And most of all, what can we do from inside the movement as Wikimedians and Wikipedians to reverse this gap uh, across, across society? Uh, we in Wikimedia Colombia have always been work that we have always talked about bringing to light the underrepresented communities, including women, including indigenous communities. Uh, we had a happy, happy happenstance 
uh, with a group of Colombian scientists who uh, were aware of the Wikimedia projects while studying outside of Colombia. They came to know the projects, they became interested with projects. And in 2021, when they finally came back to Colombia, they asked, they asked us, well, how can we uh, improve this? How can we uh, increase the representation of female scientists, of Colombian female scientists on Wikipedia? And we started working through the work of uh, an Edita Tona. Thank you, Carmen, for being here. And so we, we went to a series of workshops, learning the Wikipedia environment, learning the editorial process, uh, improving our digital literacy skills and many other associated skills. Uh, that has been a brief overview of our work here in, in Colombia regarding this, this topic. Thank you very much, Andy. It's a good segue from Monica's comments to ask you, Carmen, about the importance of research that has been done on questions of gender diversity within the Wikimedia movement, and also how your work has been adopted by other countries and communities, both in Spanish and in Portuguese, and what, again, you have seen allows the research and the work to spread beyond just the work in Mexico. Sí, um, desafortunadamente, en un contexto como el de mi país, el de América Latina, las mujeres vivimos permanentemente en un estado de emergencia. Wikipedia y los proyectos Wikimedia también tienen, tienen su emergencia ¿no? y también tienen su solución o, o su camino hacia la solución gracias al trabajo de muchas compañeras en el movimiento. Rosy, justamente como un buen ejemplo, que hablaron en público sobre esta inmensa brecha de género que tiene Originalmente iba a decir que tenía, pero aún la tenemos. Eh, Wikipedia en, en, en la década pasada fuimos compañeras en México de colectivas, de grupos no afiliados a Wikimedia que jamás habían editado Wikipedia o habían participado en, en algún proyecto Wikimedia quienes decidimos no quedarnos sentadas y tomar medidas, reflexionar, entender por qué había pocas mujeres editando Wikipedia. Esto fue un proceso muy difícil porque, como wikipedistas, no encontrábamos las razones. Decíamos, pero si yo edito Wikipedia y también soy mujer. Pero ir más allá de de lo que vemos aquí. Eh, identificamos razones muy fuertes como que son externas a, a Wikipedia, como el poco tiempo que las mujeres tenemos libres, eh, la, el trabajo no pagado, eso que llaman amor, que son las tareas de cuidado, eh, el hecho de estar siempre alejadas o llegar tarde al contacto con las computadoras, con las máquinas, 
y también razones internas en Wikipedia. Eh, razones como acoso, como mansplaining, como que algunos compañeros varones nos hacían entender que no éramos bienvenidas. Después de reflexionar estas razones, después de diseñar una estrategia de, de acción contra esta inequidad, pues nos ha llevado años y de cuando en cuanto se provoca que tengamos que buscar diferentes soluciones a estas problemáticas. Eh, cambia, decía Rosy hace rato, eh, que hemos crecido en el número de biografías, en el porcentaje de biografías. Y también en Wikipedia en español, nosotras cuando empezamos Editatona, en 2014 teníamos el 12% de biografías de mujeres en Wikipedia en español. El año pasado lo cerramos por ahí, rondando el 20-22%. Pareciera muy poco lo que hemos avanzado, pero es muy difícil lidiar contra una ola de varones que nos hacen entender que no es un espacio para nosotras, que se siguen creando muchísimas biografías de, de hombres y pareciera que no alcanzamos, que no podemos reducir esa brecha en cuanto al contenido. Pero creo que gracias a estos proyectos hemos ido acortando la brecha en cuanto a participación. Eh, editatona se han hecho, yo creo que ya estamos llegando a las 100 editatonas hablando de México e Iberoamérica y, y estas soluciones que se plantean desde la comunidad es gracias a estas soluciones es que vamos solventando los retos en Wikimedia y ha sido muchísimo más sencillo cuando vamos acompañadas. En, en español decimos cuando vamos en manada, cuando vamos juntas porque somos más fuertes. Gracias. A little summary. Uh, yes, I, I have to mention that unfortunately in, in my own country's context and unfortunately all of Latin America, uh, we women are always on a state of emergency. We are always on a state of, of alert. We are always on an emergency call. Uh, but the silver lining is that there are solutions, there are paths to having solutions. And this is in no small parts, thanks to the work of, of our fellow women colleagues, uh, a, a very good example of which is Rosie here, uh, who made public this gap, which is not, uh, when, when she spoke about it, was not a new, a new problem. She helped bring up to light what was already a problem and maybe to a certain extent is still a problem, but she brought up to, to discussions. Uh, over the past decade, we worked with several unaffiliated or non-Wikimedia projects and communities uh, to bring, to discuss this topic, to learn Wikipedia and how to improve the coverage of women and feminist uh, topics on Wikipedia. And most of all, to, to wonder, to question how this happens, why this happens, why is there this gender gap? Uh, we found out mostly a few, a few reasons, which can be very briefly summarized into two, the external reasons which include having little free time, which include women having uh, less uh, free time, include women uh, having sometimes being forced into traditional gender roles on uh, unpaid work and unpaid home caring, 
uh, sometimes even with, with digital skills. And some of the other reasons are Wikipedia specific, are internal to the Wikipedia project. Uh, and these include, but are not limited to harassment, to mansplaining, to a general feeling of us being non-welcome in this community. Uh, we have, of course, made plans and strategies over the years, and these plans and strategies we have had to change uh, because we are always looking for new ways to, to increase the participations, to include more and more people to the conversation. Uh, Rosie mentioned a few uh, statistics about the increase of the women biographies in Wikipedia. I, I want to share my own in the Spanish Wikipedia, who has also seen an increase. In 2014, when we began the Editatona project, we measured around 12% of female and women biographies in Wikipedia. At the closing of last year, we saw around 20, 22% of women biographies in Wikipedia, which uh, as a number might, might not look that much. It looks like little progress, but it's it's our work, it's work that we're proud of, and it's work that is made against the current, against the status quo, against many, many men who are uh, hell-bent on making more biographies of men. So the gap doesn't seem to close, but we are not only increasing coverage, but we are also increasing the participation of more and more women into the movement. We are closing into a hundred events of editatonas across Mexico and all of Latin America. We have seen many uh, community-led solutions. We have seen many community members propose solutions, work across the, so that these solutions can be implemented, not just in Wikimedia, but Wikipedia as a whole. And as we say in Espanol, we vamos en manada. We go as a group, we go as a whole because that is our strength, being in a group. Thank you again, Andy. I'm serving as the moderator, but I had one comment on my own reflections and listening to the examples and stories that all of you have provided. It's true that International Women's Day is what brings us to this panel. But I am mindful that when I listen to the <clears throat> journeys of representation and the challenges that um, you've identified for various communities, that my listening tour certainly helped me appreciate that in the Wikimedia movement, you know, we celebrate the full non-binary spectrum um, of gender and that we talk about gender diversity in its broadest form and that we um, certainly, my experience having talked to some of the user groups um, that represent the LGBTQ voices um, in our projects, uh, share many of these journeys, share many of these um, challenges as well. And it's a good segue maybe to come back to you, Rosie, and look to the future. We have something called a movement strategy. It has quite ambitious goals to 2030. It talks about knowledge equity. It talks about representation. What do you think about when you look to the 2030 goals and the movement strategy and where we need to take the work that we've been talking about today and the you know, 
increased representation of um, women and gender diversity in our projects? It's a good question. You know, movement strategy is really broad. We, as a community, came up with 10 very broad recommendations with 45 initiatives. And, you know, different communities see um, different ways of approaching those and in what order do we approach them. And so there are a lot of moving pieces. But as it relates to, you know, gender diversity in general, I can say that it, it first it starts with talking. We have to talk about that there's an issue. We have to recognize it and, and we have to, you know, find ways that across the different languages, we come together and we work on these issues regarding gender diversity. You know, um, I'm a prolific editor. But my, my, my son say, mom, you can't write all the articles. You have to inspire others. And so that includes talking. Um, I'm hopeful that someone out there who, you know, is listening to us and is hearing our different perspectives becomes inspired today by, by what they heard and that they take that inspiration and they transform it into action in into whatever way is comfortable for them what we need is more ideas more communication more leaders more tools to help us as we work together across languages in bringing people together in developing more content in how we consume the content you know, we're not all just reading Wikipedia anymore. We're listening to it on our virtual assistants on Siri or Alexis. And we also need society to work alongside us to shine a light on notable women in a way it hasn't done till now in the news, in history books. And basically it includes Movement strategy is gonna include you being a part of it, you joining your voice, your ideas, your thoughts, your actions. Um, that's, that's my thought on it. Well, that's no small task for all of us to take on board. And I appreciate what you said, Rosie, about needing to mentor and bring other people along. Irina and I met in the context of Wiki and Daba, because as many of us know, Africa represents the youngest population in the world. And one of the things, you know, Irina, that's on my mind is, again, how do we reach out to young people who are interested in these issues, who we want to bring into our communities and into our movement along the lines of what Rosie said. I'd be interested what you think about when you think about how to engage young people in this work and in our communities and, and what you've seen in Uganda. Thank you, Rosie. Uh, I think for me, when I think of young people, it's that you have to consider the space in which you're bringing them in, yeah? 
they don't want a space to seem outdated. They want it to seem relevant here, then and now, you know. So as I had mentioned before, for me, when I look at targeting younger people, you're looking at uh, spaces where they can be themselves without criticism and feeling judged. But uh, you're also looking at um, the, the topics or the topics you're using to engage them or encourage them to be part of you. You're looking at uh, fun, <laughs> fun activities, at least in our context. And when I mean fun, I mean, we're creating content, but it speaks to your situation right now and you can use it tomorrow. Sometimes when they're looking at things that they're like, does this matter to me? Why should I? Why should I create a biography or, you know? So you come from a, a side whereby, as Rosie said, you're inspiring them, but you're also making these topics relevant to them currently in their situation. And uh, you're also making it a safe space and fun, interesting, yeah? So when I think of encouraging young people, at least for the young people we have worked with, that's what I look at. That's what I look at. So we diversify our projects. We try to see what is interesting people right now, you know, and we go from that line. We try to partner with people that speak to youth, you know. So even if interesting coming from that direction, so it's ever changing, like with ever with every generation, and we try to make it relevant for the group we're talking. To. You talk, Irina, about the importance of partnerships and finding others who are already in the spaces that you know we want to be in, and I'm interested, Monica, in how you think about partnerships and allies and others we can bring into this. You know, Rosie's comment, we need society to work with us and we need others to help us. How do you think about the role of partners and others in this work? Thank you, Mariana. Um... Yo creo que Wikipedia es un espacio en construcción, pues en el que buscamos que más mujeres, comunidades que han sido invisibilizadas o también voces silenciadas, que todos estos conocimientos, voces y personas se hagan visibles. Y esto no podría ser sin las alianzas con otras organizaciones y el trabajo también que hemos desarrollado, por ejemplo, con otros capítulos en la región y con comunidades locales. Creo que a partir de este trabajo y la unión de esfuerzos de muchas comunidades, de lideresas y pues también de, del capítulo, nos estamos asegurando que más personas, en este caso, conozcan los logros y aportes de mujeres, no solo en la ciencia, eh, también estamos trabajando con diferentes grupos de, de personas y creemos que todas las mujeres pueden estar interesadas. Eh, pues a propósito de, de la editatona sobre mujeres científicas, pues pueden estar interesadas en la ciencia y, por ejemplo, considerar una carrera científica como una oportunidad para cambiar al mundo. Eh, por supuesto, 
sabemos que muchas niñas y jóvenes no tienen la posibilidad, al menos en Colombia, de conocer a muchas científicas en persona, de modo que las interacciones virtuales son muy importantes. Y ahí es cuando Wikipedia, por ejemplo, también es muy importante y relevante, porque Wikipedia termina siendo esa fuente de información para conocer, para inspirarse, para seguir los pasos de otras mujeres. Y quisiera terminar diciendo que Wikipedia, eh, que Wikimedia Colombia pues sigue trabajando para crear y mejorar muchos artículos sobre mujeres, no solo en la ciencia, sino también en otras áreas. Y queremos tener contenidos relevantes enciclopédicamente, pero también construidos junto con las comunidades locales. Así que ahí es donde se hace vital, necesario y fundamental el tener este tipo de alianzas. Thank you, Monica. Andy? Yes. Uh, I believe that, that with the Wikimedia project, the Wikimedia uh, community is always a, a work in progress. We are always building to reinvent ourselves, uh, mainly because we, one of our goals in general is to bring to, to light, to make visible that what is currently invisible, the, the communities, the groups, the languages that are maybe not on the spotlight and could and should be. And this work is, of course, impossible without the shared work with allied communities, with allied chapters and and it is through this work that we ensure that people everyone can know the work the advances the the breakthroughs made by women made by their fellow humans uh, we believe that uh, more people and more women can and are currently interested and they can become more interested in science in general maybe even might consider uh, starting a career in science after being inspired by the work of others. Uh, right now in Colombia, we believe that many children have no real opportunity to meet uh, uh, women scientists, uh, someone who can inspire them in, in their work so that they can aspire to a scientific and engineering a STEM career. Uh, Wikipedia and the digital spaces, I believe, are a very an amazing opportunity for that digital place to note about the breakthrough, breakthroughs of other women, uh, a way to be inspired by their, their accomplishments, by their discoveries. Uh, here in Wikimedia Colombia, we continue to make articles, not just in science, but in all, all manner of endeavors and all topics that we can. And these, we, we strive to build them not just with the encyclopedic knowledge, but with the knowledge that comes from the specific communities, from the marginalized, the underrepresented communities. Uh, this is the only way we can build knowledge, we can build awareness, we can build these, these uh, we can reduce this problem. This is the importance of, of working with, with more allies to bring this knowledge uh, to, to the spotlight where it deserves to be seen. Thank you, Andy. Carmen, I'm delighted to give you the last word because this is um, a heavy time in the world. So much um, that is difficult. And even in the panel, we've talked about so many difficult challenges. 
I want to know what gives you hope. What makes you feel hopeful about the future, about what's possible, what inspires you in this work? Hay muchas cosas. Eh, yo sueño con dejar este estado de emergencia, no solo en los proyectos Wikimedia, sino en la vida, en la vida misma, en la mía, en la de las mujeres que me rodean. El día en que pueda salir segura a la calle, el día en que no tenga que ser monitoreada por mi círculo de confianza cuando voy a algún lado, cuando salgo de viaje. El día en que lo que hacemos por las mujeres de México, América Latina y el mundo en Wikipedia y en los proyectos Wikimedia sea opcional, algo recreativo. No una estrategia de reacción ante lo adverso que puede resultar el mundo actual para las mujeres. Quiero regresar a editar sobre comida, sobre la Ciudad de México. Dentro de esta situación... Puede tener, esta situación puede tener matices claramente no tan felices, pero me parece esperanzador pensar que en México se comenzó este fuego con Editatona y esta marea que ha recorrido por toda la región, donde hay mujeres tomando esta bandera, la bandera de Editatona como propia. Países en donde no hay afiliados al movimiento Wikimedia, países como... Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, que se han reunido gracias a esta iniciativa feminista, que el feminismo la ha tomado también como una, como una bandera. Para Editatona lo que sigue es seguir encendiendo estos fuegos por más partes, por más ciudades, por más países, porque algo que me causa mucha sorpresa es que a siete años de que iniciamos este proyecto, siempre que organizamos un evento y hacemos los listados de mujeres o de temáticas relacionadas a, a las mujeres, siempre nos encontramos con muchos perfiles que no estaban en Wikipedia. Siempre es como, oh, no es posible que esta activista, que esta periodista, que esta defensora de derechos humanos, que esta deportista, que esta futbolista, no tenga un artículo en Wikipedia. Pensamos, ¿cómo es que esta mujer tan destacada no tenía un merecido espacio en la enciclopedia libre de Internet? Cada que terminamos un artículo de una mujer en esas condiciones es un pequeño éxito individual de la editora, pero que también se convierte en colectivo, en el que quizás nos estamos comunicando con estas mujeres del pasado que nos abrieron la brecha y les decimos, aquí está lo que siempre mereciste, hermana. Gracias, Carmen. Andy? Sure. Uh, I have, there are many things that make me hopeful for the future. I, I dream to live This, this state of emergency, this call for emergency, uh, not just in, in Wikipedia, but in life itself. Uh, and not just my life, but of everyone that I know. I dream of a time when I don't need to constantly check up on my friends and when my friends don't need to constantly check up on me to know if I've made it back safely back home. Uh, when the work that I do in Wikipedia and Wikimedia is not just Uh, a strategy to, to bring about 
a solution. I dream for a time when this work can be merely recreational and there are no big issues to worry about. I dream about going back to edit about food and Mexico City, which I love. I dream about a time when this does not when this work doesn't carry this heavy problem on its shoulders. Uh, I know that the outlook right now is not so happy as we would like, but I have seen and we have all seen in Mexico and Latin America more and more people getting engaged around this topic, getting engaged around Wikipedia and Wikimedia. I am happy to see that there are many, many people, even in countries without a formal Wikimedia affiliate, uh, people gathering around these topics, around feminism, around feminist issues. And this is what enables and uh, kickstarts them to participate with us in the movement. Uh, I have seen, I am happy to see it spreading the word about this, about the project, about the movement. In, in these past seven years, I am amazed that in every single event, uh, whenever we prepare the, the article lists the, of, for every editatona, we always find red links. We always find people and topics that were not there before. Uh, and this includes activists, human rights activists, athletes, scientists, uh, women in all walks of life. And this, of course, begs the question, why was, wasn't she here before? Why wasn't her life consigned to the massive, to the greatest uh, knowledge project that humanity has ever made? Uh, and every single article that we make is a small success. Of course, for whoever wrote the article for the individual editor, but for us as a group is also a success. And I believe that it's a success that honors the past, honors those who came before us, uh, the, the women that make breakthroughs, breakthroughs in all walks of life and their life and their accomplishments deserve to be known, deserve to be kept forever, and deserve to be there for all of us to be inspired in the future. Well, I can't think of a better note to close our panel and to say first, thank you to our audience, those of you who have been with us um, on YouTube. We've gotten a sense of some of your comments and appreciate you joining. A huge thanks to the technical support team that helped make all of this technology possible for us. A special acknowledgement to Andy, who continues to facilitate the celebration of our multilingual movement. And of course, my personal thanks to Carmen and Monica and Irina and Rosie for being here to share your experiences and your passion. Just thank you for um, joining for the hour. And we look forward to sharing the recording on YouTube with subtitles and wishing you, wherever you are in the world, a remaining happy rest of the day. Thank you.